prepare for communion tonight. Reflect on Jesus and his death on the cross, the price that he paid for us. And I'd like you to turn to um, Isaiah, Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, let's read a few verses there. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hid or hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken from the trans for the transgression of my people. They made his grave with the wicked and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of, of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Pause there. And in John chapter 1, John chapter 1 verse 6 says this, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light but came to bear witness about the light. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all, to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not out of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. We remember and think back on what Christ has done for us and how that, what that has accomplished for our salvation. 
Again, I'm reminded of Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8, verse 27, it says, and he, arose, and he rose and went, and there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot, and was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this, like a sheep he was led to the slaughter. And like a lamb before his shears is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. Referring back to that passage that we read in Isaiah 53, referring to Jesus, he opened his mouth, Philip did, and began to explain to him about Jesus. He showed how Jesus is spoken of and prophesied in the Old Testament, and now he has come and fulfilled that. What was he to fulfill? He was to be the Lamb of God in John 1. John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. He came and took upon himself our sin and went to the cross and paid the price that God accepted, the only price that God would accept as payment for our sin. But we reflect on what Jesus has done and what that means to us, how we have been made free, declared free by God, and that we are no longer under God's condemnation, under his wrath or judgment. We are free. Not only are we free, but we are his children. And so he has now brought us into himself. He has claimed us. He has blessed us. He has given us not only forgiveness of our sins, but eternal life and, and a, uh, made us uh, joint heirs with Christ to, to receive the... Uh, the, the inheritance of eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. So this is all that Jesus has accomplished by his death on the cross. We praise God for that as we take communion tonight. We remember what he has done. Last month in April, um, Resurrection Sunday was on April 1st, so we did not have communion. So it's been two months since we've had communion, since March. And so as let's remember Christ. Let's honor him. Let's worship him for what he has done and what he continues to do in our lives. I'm going to ask our uh, leaders, our men, if they will come forward. Here our hearts for communion. Um, communion has been something that Christ has commanded us to do, to remember him. It's something that we do together as a fellowship of believers. It's not something at church uh, in this setting that, that we do that. And in doing that, um, we hearts and we 
share communion together. Paul uh, reviews their fellowship with Christ through what he has done to allow that to extend to that horizontal fellowship with each other and for that to be right. And so he rebuked the selfishness that was there, willing to share with others who were in need, um, and, and that whole spirit that needed to be rebuked. And we're reminded that we need to be right with God and we need to be right with one another. And so we encourage us to examine ourselves and to make things not receive communion if when you have opportunity to do and to make right relationships that, that God is challenging. Relationship with the Lord, you have every opportunity. Praise God. As long as we have life, we have opportunity to to turn, to repent, and to um, walk in obedience with him. So the that God has given us to, to, to do and to receive communion as a group. I'm going to ask our men to lead us in prayer and ask Brian if he would pray for our preparation and um, um, acceptance by God as we receive communion tonight and give us an opportunity to um, get things right in a time of silence. Silence. Bow your heads now and if there's anything that God has reminded you um, that you need to ask forgiveness for, after a moment of silent prayer, lead us in, in prayer. Jesus instituted what we call the Lord's Supper at the last meal that he shared with his disciples before going to the cross, and that was the Passover. And so it is a Passover that now has been changed to reflect Jesus' emphasis, but the Passover always meant that. Passover was a time when they were to take a lamb, set it apart, to make sure that it was healthy. They were to kill that lamb. They were to take the blood of that lamb and to put it on the post of their doors. And the angel, when he saw the blood on their doorpost, would pass over that household and not bring death into that household. Jesus is the true Passover. His blood is shed so that God's judgment would not be upon us. It's an individual um, relationship that we must have. And so Jesus took that Passover meal and then commanded his disciples to use this and to eat this regularly in remembering what he was about to do and to go to the cross for us. I'm going to ask Andy to um, pray for... One of the elements that we have is, is the cracker. It represents Jesus' body. And Lawrence, if you would pray for the juice that represents Jesus' blood as we uh, get ready to receive these elements for the Lord's Supper. I would imagine that the first um, meal or that last meal that was a Passover meal as Jesus began to explain to the disciples what was going on, I'm quite sure they didn't quite understand all that was going on. They had a mix of confusion, a bit of sorrow as Jesus shared again that, that he, was, he was going away and he was going to be killed. And they didn't quite understand that, um, why all that was necessary. And losing their friend, um, they, would, they would have been saddened. But as we come together, it's with joy. We know God's plan and we've seen we have seen it is completed on the cross 
and it's with joy then that we share in communion tonight. So with joy, let us eat together. everyone been served represents Jesus's blood that was poured out for our salvation we sing a song redeemed by the blood of the lamb you think about it that that is an odd plan that God would save us by blood save us by the death of his own son that's what exactly what he has done and we just say wow we just rejoice that he has done that for our sake let's worship Christ as we drink together another song we sang one this morning called victory in Jesus and again to the thought that victory came through defeat came through death God is awesome in his plan. No one can, can figure it out why he does things the way that he does. And this is how we know that it's God's plan. It's not man's plan. It's not man's doing. God accomplished it in his own way and for his own purpose. So as we drink that juice, reminded that, yes, it was the death that brought us victory, and yet we have no sorrow in death. Jesus paid the price and now he brings us life through his death, and we rejoice in that. As we close our time together, I'm going to ask Mac if he would lead us in a word of prayer, asking God's protection uh, for us, and just praying for our faithfulness uh, to the Lord until he comes. <laughs>